Hey guys, welcome back. As usual, I've got a question that I want you to consider. And of course, all of the, my questions are always for the point of not for you to actually figure out the answer, but it's for you to think through the problem. Hopefully, in today's example, you'll never have to face the problem. But some of us do, and this may be helpful for you to avoid the problem to begin with. So the question is, should you keep your word even when what you vowed to do was stupid? Tough question. That's what we have for you today. Welcome to the Kingdom Man Podcast, where we discuss some of the hard topics facing men with a Christian perspective. I am your host, James Russell, and welcome back. So if you are still sticking around, that means you want to know the answer to whether or not you should keep your word, even though you vowed to do something stupid. Hopefully, you're not here because you've done this. Maybe you're here just so that you can avoid it, and I hope that's the case, and I hope to do the same. But have you ever given someone your word and it was just something stupid? I know in my past, I've gotten excited about things. Um, the first instance that comes to mind is my grandfather. He was looking for a new car for me. My truck was just not fitting the bill at the time. It was a 1988 Toyota pickup. It, it was an awesome truck, but it just didn't have you know the, the sex appeal that I was really looking for. So I was looking for some other things, and he he he's the guy who has all the connections. So he agreed and shook the guy's hand for a car for me just because I said I was interested in it. At the time, you know, I'm like 19, 20, I don't know, something like that. I may have agreed to it. I'm not entirely sure. I wasn't exactly great in communication back then, and a lot of stupid things happen when communication isn't very clear. But... He agreed, and then once I realized that all this was going down, that's not really the card that I wanted, and somehow he had to work it out with the guy that he agreed with, and I wish that never happened. That transferred to me, of course, and I'm trying to figure out how to get things smoothed over with my grandfather. That was one example of, of someone jumping the gun and agreeing to something that you shouldn't have really done, and that's likely my fault. But today I'm today I'm going to give you a Bible story to accompany that. And I say Bible story, I want to take that back. It's not a Bible story, and so oftentimes we get into the frame of mind that the stories in the Bible are just that stories, like fantasy, that like these are just moral giving ideas. But no, this this is scripture. These are happenings. These things happened. These are accounts of things that happened. So here's an account that we have from the Old Testament, and it's in regards to a guy named Jephthah. And if you pronounce that differently, fine. Um, I've heard it several different ways, but that's just the, the easiest way I've heard, and that's what I'm going to stick with. And you can find this story in the book of Judges in uh, chapter 11. And one of the first things that you see in the story is that Jephthah was called a mighty man of valor. I feel like that is something that we really want to identify as, a mighty man of valor. One thing about Jephthah is he, he came from a really rough background. 
And I imagine there are some guys out here who also came from a rough background. So much so that his dad slept with a prostitute and that's how Jephthah came about. Um, but I mean, he was still a strong dude, but he had baggage from his father and mother and, and, and things like that that really counted against him. So much so that his father with his actual wife had other children, other sons, and they didn't want him around anymore. Like, hey, you're not a real son. Get up out of here. So Jephthah moved. He he left what he knew of his family, his dad's home, and, and tried to scratch out a living with a bunch of thugs in some other country. But the people really knew who he was. His family, his where he grew up, they, they knew that he was a, he's a tough dude. Many years later, when they come into trouble with some other rival kingdom, they go out looking for Jephthah. And Jephthah was persuaded to come and help save them. So Jephthah comes and, and is the commander of the Israelite army. And he goes to battle for them. But before he goes to battle... He makes a vow before the Lord. And you would think this is not, no big deal. And, and here's the scripture is verses 30 and 31. It says, And Jephthah made a vow to the Lord, and he said, If you give me victory over the Am- Ammonites, I will give the Lord whatever comes out of my house to meet me when I return in triumph. I will sacrifice it as a burnt offering. Period. Now, that may not sound like a big deal, but think about it. The Lord wasn't asking for him to make a vow, but he was so set on making sure that he won, that he offered things that he didn't know what it was going to be. He made an offering for whatever comes out of my house to greet me when I come back in victory. That's what I'm going to offer to you, Lord. I mean... uh, even if it's the, the family dog, because the family dog hears you coming down the road from a long ways and he's up and out the door and, and there to meet you, that would be hard enough to offer to, to God as a burnt sacrifice. But if you know the story, the family dog's not what came out of the door. What came out of the door was Jephthah's daughter. And instead of coming home and victory feeling awesome, now he comes home in victory feeling horrible. This mighty man of valor made a vow that he didn't know what he was vowing until he got home. So my original question is, do you keep your word even when you gave your word for something stupid? He made this vow to God. Do you keep your word and your vows that you make to God? You should. But we hear stories all the time of people who, you know, when they feel like their life is being threatened, they'll they'll pray and they say there's no atheist in a foxholes because when you come under fire, you suddenly believe that there's a God and you want his protection. While that may not be entirely true, that was the case with Jephthah. He wanted the victory, so he wanted God on his side. So he offered something that he didn't even know what he was offering. And while it's easy to make this story about whether or not you should keep your word, 
that's really not the question here. The real issue is be careful what you give your word over. Of course, you should keep your word, but you shouldn't give it so easily. And for Jephthah, it was no question whether or not he should keep his word because he vowed it to the Lord. And because it's written down, that means it was a public vow. But so many times, like I mentioned, the the foxhole atheist, or, or there is no foxhole atheist, they'll make a vow before God or to God. But if there's no one there to really see it, then, well, there's no one really there to keep them accountable. So when you say, Lord, Lord, you are my Lord and Savior, Jesus, you are my Lord and Savior, that doesn't mean when it's convenient for you to honor him as Lord and Savior. But very few people get to see that vow. And it's easy to just kind of brush off. But we, as kingdom men, we honor God's word and we honor our our own word. So if that's the case, we need to be very careful about who we give our yeses and nos to, our yeas and nays. If we tell someone that we're going to be somewhere, guess what? We need to be there. And this goes back to last week's, whether or not you're a peacemaker or a peacekeeper. If you honor your word, then your yes means yes and your no means no. So when you tell someone that you're going to be there, you're going to be there. But as a peacemaker, you can also tell people no. I love this opportunity. I would love to spend this time. However, I'm not available because of this. I have prioritized my family for that time. Maybe next time. Whatever the deal may be, you need to honor both your yes and your no's and your vows, of course. So Jephthah was called a mighty man of valor. In fact, he is listed in Hebrews 11, which is called the Hall of Faith. So this is, lists all the major characters throughout the Bible who really built Israel and then coming into the New Testament with the Christians. But even though he is listed as a, a hero, what did it cost him? It cost him his daughter's life. Whatever mountaintop idea that you want to see yourself be on, you have to realize it's going to cost you something in order to get there. And you have to be clear on what that cost is. Jephthah was not clear. He made a bet that he really didn't want to keep. And it cost him his daughter's life. Was the victory worth it? Was the promotion that you get worth it at the expense of your family? Was the additional $10,000 per year or $20,000 or 100000 is there an amount of money that really makes it worth sacrificing your wife and your children for? So that other guys can say, man, he is one bad dude. But you have a gravestone with your daughter's name on it. It's not worth it. We need bad dudes, but we need bad dudes who aren't stupid. We need bad dudes who, who don't want to impress people so much that they're willing to 
sacrifice their family. We need bad dudes who, who offer what they have, but not at the expense of what truly matters. We need bad dudes who will give, who will guard, who will guide, and who refuse to give their word to something that they don't know what the ultimate cost is going to be. Scripture says a, a foolish man goes out to start building a tower without first counting the cost. Before you start building your life, realize what you're willing to spend on it. What you're willing to give away. And if you are a wise man, you'll realize that family isn't one of those things. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you really enjoyed today's topic. If it's helped you in any way, all we ask is that you share it with friends or or family or loved ones that you think it might help them out as well. You can find this podcast on all the major podcast platforms. Feel free to share it with them from there. And you can also follow us on Facebook. Feel free to leave us any comments, questions, and we'll be happy to try to answer those for you. Just like the Apostle James said, we need to be doers of the word, not just hearers only. So go put what you've heard into action, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.